WTRJ, Orange Park, Jacksonville. WAYL, St. Augustine. WATY, Folkestone, Georgia. Online at ilovethetruth.com. So right now may be the perfect time for you to rethink how you pay for health care. And here's why. Not only is it open enrollment for a lot of people, it's also a time you can join MediShare and save even more than usual. For many families, switching to MediShare saves about $500 a month, which is a game changer for a lot of people. And what's more, they like it. MediShare has double the member satisfaction rate compared to health insurance. Double. MediShare is a proven thing, too, for over 30 years. It's a Christian community of more than 400,000 members. And here's the thing. If you join before December 15th and you mention the promo code SHARE, you'll get another 10% off all of 2024. That's 12 months of savings. So I'll give you the number here in a second, but call. You'll get a price within two minutes. And again, the deadline's December 15th. So call now. You'll save even more. Here's the number. 844-55-BIBLE. That's 844-55-BIBLE. 844-55-BIBLE. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the SWAT radio program here on Monday, December 11th. We're happy you're with us. I'm David Gray, along with my good friend Doug McCary of His Life Ministries. Brad is away today, so I'm technically, I guess, filling in for him. And uh, always good to be here with you, Doug, as we're coming close to Christmas. Yes, we are extremely close. In fact, we're so close that uh, this is our last live week until 2024. But we, we will be playing some great best ofs over the next three weeks. But uh, we're, we'll be stepping back next week and uh, until... Oh, hold on. I'll tell you. Uh, well, I just want to make sure that several of those best ofs include programs that I've been on. Oh, so. yeah. We'll, we'll, try to, we'll try to work that in. We, we come back January 8th. Wow. So we will not. Uh, so after Friday, you and Brad have Friday. Yep. Uh, I'm sure you'll talk about Christmas and the shepherds and all that stuff. But uh, next week and the following two weeks, we will be playing uh, best ofs. Uh, which we, we've had. So I had a good interview with Anthony Johnson last week. Mm. It was really, really great guy. Good, yeah, yeah. I love AJ. And we talked about Israel. We talked about a lot of stuff. But always good to have him on. We'll be playing some of those best ofs and um, and let's see. And I know next week. Uh, just to be clear for any SWAT guys that are listening, uh, next week we've got our our. Well, actually, this week. I'm sorry. This week it's not the normal. Uh, schedule of meetings at at all the different sites for the SWAT meetings. It's one, as you call it, SWAT all call, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, Is that Thursday night? Do I have that right? Yes. Thursday night here at the Salem Center at 630? Yes, that's correct. So just... Guys, if you show up normally early in the morning uh, yeah. <laughs> at Woody's in Ponte Vedra or at uh, at Jumpin' Jack's on Thursday morning here uh, uh, at the uh, same building that the uh, Wounded Warrior's in, uh, there won't be anybody there at those uh, times. Or at the Salem Center at noon on Wednesday, that's, right? That's right. That's right. Um, so anyway, we but uh dave a lot a lot of stuff going on um you and i were talking right before the um the uh the the intro there about grand canyon university 
forty million dollars for not putting some kind of statement on. Yeah. Yet Pennsylvania University uh, only Penn State. Or Penn State. Yep. I'm sorry. Penn State only got fined two million dollars after what ha- happened with Jerry Sandusky. That's mm-hmm. that's. It seems a little bit of a. Uh, an overreach there on their part to try to penalize a Christian institution. Yeah. And I think even the wall street journal came out and said something about yeah. that. The article that I read, it not only referred to the fine levied against Penn state for the, for the sexual scandal okay. there, but there was another school that had a similar, uh, uh, type of, uh, scandal and the fines for those things compared to what was levied against grand canyon is insane and and yeah what they did what they're accusing them is of not being clear in their written material about the cost of uh having to take extra classes in in, in the doctoral program and the article i read i thought it had a great line it said so basically they're saying that you know grand canyon's doctoral students aren't capable you know of reading uh the the brochure correctly you know to understand they, they they said it was not clear enough it's it's some crazy thing i apologize that i don't know more about it but the the amount of the fine compared to those other really grievous mm-hmm. types of um infractions and scandals and and law breaking um is 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 crazy it's crazy and and, and you can't really come to any other conclusion that they're being targeted because they don't fall in line with other government mandated uh, well, their, things in their school. Well, their university, it is a Christian private university. Correct. Correct. And uh, it is pretty clear that, that they are, the government is trying to send a message. So we need to pray for the leaders for GCU. It's a great college. I have friends whose kids have gone there, and they really, really like it a lot. And didn't it start as just a small online school? <laughs> yeah. And it's grown into a, a great campus, I guess, and has athletic teams. Yeah, and, and some of um, – there's there's some some people out there at pretty high levels who said that's one of the only three colleges in the whole country they would let their kids go. Mm, yeah. So, anyway um, – that that's one thing. The other thing, I don't know. Have you watched any of these hearings on anti-Semitism? A, uh, a little bit. I've read some of the articles. A little bit. Well, th- there's been several articles about how a lot of what we're seeing in these institutions, whether it's Harvard, Penn, you know, University of Pennsylvania, some of these other places, MIT. MIT is considered one of the elite, and Harvard too. Too. These are elite colleges, right? Leaders for the future of our country and uh, they all refuse to say whether calls for genocide against Israel violated university rules of conduct. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and one of them was asked, Hey, if somebody said the KKK has called for the wiping out of black people, would you say that violate the policy? Yes. Well, why won't you say this? Yeah. Isn't that interesting? Yeah, that none of them would come right out. None of these presidents, when asked that question in the hearing, and I think it's that Representative Stefanik from New York who's really grilling these uh, school presidents uh, yeah. on these types of questions, none of them would just come out and say, yes, that violates school policy. <laughs> they, they all waffled. 
They all said it depends on the context. It depends on this. It depends on that. And that's where she came out and several others came out and called for their resignation. And that, was it the president of the of of Penn? I think it was Penn. Who did resign. Yeah, and I, th- I think one, I, I don't know if it was Harvard or Penn that cost like over a billion dollars in contributions. Now, that's a lot of money mm-hmm. yeah. because of this stuff. But all we're seeing is what we've talked about. We've been talking about this for a while, how uh, this diversity, equity, and inclusion junk is not really about those things at all, even mm-hmm. though it's in the title it doesn't it's not really about inclusion and in fact this week we're talking about uh jesus and the leper which jesus was very inclusive Hmm. more than anybody in their culture yep and today unfortunately most people when they think of jesus they don't think about inclusivity no no he's portrayed and christianity is portrayed as as very exclusive and and very um, biased, right, and, mm-hmm. and and prejudiced against certain people groups and certain, uh, well, what our culture would classify as certain mm-hmm. people groups, right? Yeah. And I know you're going to get to this. I really liked what you had to say about that in, in the lesson, and that is that, yeah, Jesus is exclusive in the sense that there is only one way to be reconciled to God. Mm-hmm. There is only one way to, Jesus said it himself, right? Mm-hmm. I and the Father are one. No one comes to the Father but through me, mm-hmm. period. There is only one way. Mm-hmm. But he is incredibly inclusive in that. So so the means to come to God the Father are very exclusive. Mm-hmm. It's not like the sign that we see sometimes out on US 1, right, that says one light, many many faiths or one light or something like that, or many mountains and you know, many, basically it's saying many ways to get to God. Mm-hmm. And that's not true. It, it, it is exclusive. It's just Jesus. But he is incredibly inclusive when it comes to whom he will accept mm-hmm. <laughs> if they come to him. Right? Well, I, um, I, I have to bring up, I mean, in the last, I feel like last week we got into football a couple of times and uh, good to see, by the way, Trevor Lawrence back on the field. Glad he was able to get out there. I know people were disappointed with the loss, um, but I, I want to point out two, two things that struck me about football in the last 48 hours. One, um, Jaden Daniels won the Heisman. Don't agree with that don't don't agree with it has nothing to do with lsu or sec i watched him play Mm -hmm. um i watched him play florida state who shut him down basically right Right. i watched him play uh ole miss and not have a great game Mm -hmm. i also watched michael Penix. i i really think they did michael Penix wrong for the same reason they did florida state wrong Mm mm-hmm if if you put Jaden Daniels in another conference, he wouldn't have got that award. Yeah, based on his performance. Right. But because he was SEC, again, they gave him weight. It looks like over that because Penix has had a great year. Mm-hmm. But one of the things that was striking is they showed a picture of them opening up their jackets that they were wearing. Daniels had a picture of himself doing a Heisman pose on the inside of his jacket. Mm. I didn't I did not see the ceremony, but okay. that's interesting. Yeah. Michael Penix opened up his jacket 
he's got names of all his teammates. Mm. Yeah. And I just thought, yeah. how classy. And Michael Penix credits God, uh, you know, once they won uh, the the playoffs, he, he, he was credit. I don't know where he's at spiritually. Mm-hmm. But I was just struck by those two images of me, me, me with a Heisman and my teammates. Yeah. You know, and it's just, I really, I think they blew it again. You know, that, that, the, it's just really sad to see what's going on. And even last night, uh, the, the Chiefs yesterday played and Patrick Mahomes, who I've always liked Patrick Mm -hmm. Mahomes. I think he's always carried himself well, but it's interesting because he always was winning Mm -hmm. for the last few years, right? Mm -hmm. And I don't know if you remember, but, um, he was uh, battling an ankle injury before the Super Bowl, right? Right. But he, that he hurt against the Jaguars. Yes. Yeah. Um, but uh, he he made some statements back then. When they were in the Super Bowl, they'd been doing great. Everybody's talking to him about it, it. It's when you're doing well, is it, would you agree that it's a lot easier to be a person of faith? <laughs> <laughs> sure. Yeah. He said, my, my Christian faith plays a role in everything I do. I always ask God to lead me in the right direction and let me be who I am for his name. That's what he said. Mm-hmm. All right. He says, my faith has a role in everything I do. I'll be on a huge stage in the Super Bowl. I want to make sure I'm glorifying him Why I do it. He said, I know I'm here for a reason to glorify him. It means everything. Not only about my football career, I have a faith backing. It's not just about winning. It's about glorifying him. Mm. I think it gives me that I have no pressure when I step out on that field because I know who I'm here, who I am and why I'm here. He even has a picture or the name Eutychus tattooed on his uh, for Max 27 about being half in and half out with God. So I think it's safe to say based upon what he said is he's a person of faith. Mm -hmm. Well, last night he was hot and he was hot. Because a referee, and it's all over. It's all over, you know, uh, social media. It's on the new sports channels. Because he got mad at a referee for making a call against a receiver who lined up offsides. Mm-hmm. And he went into a tirade. Now, I contend he didn't go into a tirade over the call. He went into a tirade because they lost the game and... He had to find an outlet yeah. for what it was. And everything he professed about faith back in the Super Bowl went away. And here's my question. Who is there that's going to hold him accountable and say, Patrick, yeah. that was wrong what you did last night? Listen, he's young. He's just a young guy. Yep. It shows the need for accountability. It my does. question is... Everybody I heard on ESPN talked about, oh, he's just taking up for his team. Of course, they don't care about the spiritual, right? Mm-hmm. So right. who's holding him accountable for those things? We got to take a break here, and we'll come back, maybe finish that thought off. You didn't answer my no. question, no. man. We'll, we'll answer it after the break. Okay. Give us a call at 844-777-7928. If you have a question or a comment, we'll be right back. This program has the potential to reach millions of men each week. If you'd like to learn how you can support this unique program that is helping men understand the truth about Jesus through God's Word and how to impact their lives and the lives of others, 
Then go to www.swatradio.com. Then click on the donate link to help SWAT Radio pass on the truth for the next generation. SWAT Radio is underwritten in part by The Guardian Group. You know Brad Sykes as co-host of SWAT Radio. While Brad is committed to making disciples both on and off the air, his ministry extends into the marketplace as a licensed real estate agent with Keller Williams Southside. Brad and his wife Vicki are real estate agents in Northeast Florida. They are the founding partners of The Guardian Group. They help people buy, sell, and invest in real estate with offices near Butler and Southside Boulevards. 904-580-7255. That's 904-480-7255. And online at guardiangroupjacks.com. That's guardiangroupjacks.com. The Guardian Group. Happy to bring you SWAT Radio on the truth. The Florida-Georgia Truth Network, on the air in St. Mary's at 91.3. Sleigh bells ring, are you listening? In the lane, snow is glistening, a beautiful sight, we're happy tonight. Welcome back to SWAT Whoa. Radio, everyone. We were just enjoying that. <laughs> that was a, that's a great version. David Gray and uh, Doug McCary, glad that you are with us here on Monday, uh, December 11th, as we start our last uh, live week here at SWAT Radio for a little bit. We're going to take a break for mm. Christmas and New Year's. And as Doug said at the beginning of the show, we'll be having some great best of SWAT Radio uh, broadcast, probably a lot of your guest interviews, Doug. And um, so make sure you're still tuning in over the next few weeks uh, to hear those uh, hear those best of broadcasts. Before the break, we were talking about uh, Pat Mahomes and Patrick Mahomes and uh, the call. It, it, and I, I saw the replay. It, it, I know it is just the call itself. Very rare to have a, a receiver called for offside. Well, normally, they're always checking with well, the they, official. They'll and, look at the official, right. and he didn't. If you go back right. and look at the play, he right. didn't look over there, right. and he lined up. Well, know? to your more important question, though, about, you know, who's going to hold Patrick accountable because he does appear to, to be a person of faith and, and, and to love God. And well, he professes. Based, correct. Based on what he said. That. Right. Um, so the answer is, I don't know. Uh, now here's what I do know. This will be interesting to see if this gets covered. Have you seen any of that? Uh, the documentary called quarterback on Netflix? No. Netflix did a, a it, it's, they had one season of it. It was about eight episodes and they covered, Mahomes, Kirk Cousins, um, uh, Mariota, Marcus Mariota. I think it was just those three. They covered them like through training camp and a season. 
And of course, Kirk Cousins is a is a strong believer. Yes. Now I and, know he is. Yeah, for sure. And um, no question that Kirk is. And so it'll be it. And and certainly in the documentary, um, there's much more evidence of that shown for Cousins than Patrick Mahomes. He doesn't. You know, there's not too much in that that I can recall. Whereas with Cousins, it's showing him studying the scriptures. It's showing him going to Bible study. Well, see, and this is the thing. Even somebody said something one time about Mahomes, talked about they love to see him sharing his faith on social media when all he said is God is good. Mm -hmm. Okay, I'm sorry. That, that <laughs> when you say God is good uh, because you get blessed with a win or you mm -hmm. get blessed with coming back from an injury – that's okay, but we're talking a very superficial level here. Yeah. It's like you were talking before the break. You know, praising God in the midst of the storm mm -hmm. is when you see the depth of someone's faith. And, yeah. and unfortunately, and we've been talking about this since last May, when you buy into the forgiveness-only gospel, it produces a very shallow yeah. and often really superficial faith that may not even be faith at all and i'm not i'm not questioning his yep. my question more about him was who's going to hold him accountable right. is there anybody going to speak truth to him because he's a star of a super bowl yeah. team he's the he everybody is giving him props for sticking up for his team instead of saying hey one you didn't handle that very well he slammed his helmet down it's you're seeing it more and more uh, one of the guys for Seattle broke a helmet holder mm -hmm. when he slammed his helmet down. So, uh, who's and and he was going off, and none of the coaches were saying, "Hey, you need to calm down." That's what a coach is yeah, for, right? right? Right. Calm the player yeah. down. Well, I don't know if this next season of this quarterback documentary that uh, series that Netflix is doing. I assume it'll probably cover three new quarterbacks. Yeah. But if they continue to cover the same guys, it'll be interesting to see if there's anything about this. Now, while we were talking about that, we got our we got a text from our good friend and SWAT brother and football aficionado, Jay Rogers. And I thought he was going to offer us some words of wisdom about this Patrick Mahomes situation. And, of course, all we get is go dogs yeah. from, uh, from Jay. So, yeah. Jay, yeah, we know, we know, we yeah. get it. Yeah, we, we we get it, Jay. Uh, <laughs> Jay loves Georgia, and uh, uh, Jay, I just got one thing. Uh, uh, no, no, no. <laughs> no I'm just Jay joking. and I. Jay goes way back with me too, for, as being a photographer for Nice Sports, and Jay took some great shots over the years of my kids when they played, and we know what a uh, what a great guy Jay is, and uh, he's going through some sacrificial love right now on his yeah. part, taking care of his family members. So. Yeah. All right. We're well, glad you're out there, Jay. Yes, Jay, we are. Well, uh, this week uh, we are looking um, that we're looking at Mark 1, 40 through 45, and also we'll, we'll be looking at the parallel passage in Luke. But... Um, the, the, really, the title for the week is Even Them. You, you know, Dave, I think if we're honest, we'll say every one of us has even them in our categories list, right? People like we look at and we write off about something. And in this particular text that we're looking at this week, it, it is about one of the most alienated, isolated and uh, lonely people in the world. 
lepers. Lepers during biblical times were cut off from God, as were pretty much anybody that had a physical infirmity. They were considered cursed by God, maybe a result of their sin, their parents' sin. Um, and, and so those people were so alienated, but lepers were, un, they, they were incurable. And, and it didn't just affect them socially, it affected them spiritually. It affected them in every realm. And so we are looking at this week how Jesus came even for them. He was inclusive. He included people that were the lowest of low outcast, yeah. the, the widow, the orphan, the sojourner, the person who was the alien. And Mark's gospel, as we look at it, remember, we have to see everything through the lens of the euangelion that they proclaim the gospel. That word gospel in the Greek is euangelion, which was only used in that culture during that time to proclaim a new king born, a new king coronated, or a king's great military victory. And so as Mark writes this, he starts off with this phrase, the beginning of the euangelion, the gospel of Jesus Christ, the Son of God. And we've been in this whole uh, chapter now we, that we're finishing it this week, Mark chapter 1. And as we finish this chapter, it, it, it's a great place to finish with the healing of the leper because it just shows the inclusiveness of Jesus. Jesus is exclusive but inclusive. And you go, how can he be both? Mm-hmm. Well, he's inclusive for all all people in the sense that there's nobody held back from him because of who they are, where they come from, or what they've done. But people are held back for him if they don't respond to him in the way that he's prescribed. Mm -hmm. And in other words, when the rich young ruler approached him and said, hey, what do I have to do? He says, go sell everything. He goes, well, I can't do that. Okay, he left he left him sad mm-hmm. because the exclusivity of his message is I'm the way, the truth, and the life, no one comes through me. But it applies to anyone. There's nobody kept out because of their ethnic background, right. because of their gender, <clears throat> because of their uh their what what uh physical situation they be in. They may they're, they're they may be in their socioeconomic background. None of that stuff keeps people away. right? And so he's very inclusive. And remember what we covered back in verses 15, 14 and 15 is when he proclaimed the kingdom of heaven is here, it's now, this is the gospel that, um, that God forgives sinners, which we all are, and he brings them into his kingdom to be ruled and reigned over. He then makes a pronouncement of three things that he calls them to respond, showing that they truly believe. One is repent. Two is believe, and that word believe means to believe to such an extent that you have complete reliance and trust on it. Not in the facts, but in the person mm-hmm. and what he's done. And two, or three, um, to follow him. Wherever he goes, 
and there's a cost involved with that. And so he calls people to that, and we we talked about that really ad nauseum. And then before um, Thanksgiving or right after Thanksgiving, actually, we talked about how he healed uh, or a guy in of a demon in the Capernaum synagogue. Then he went to Peter's mother-in-law's house and and healed her of the fever she had, and he began casting out demons. We looked at that last week. And so this week's text, we're in Mark 1, 40 through 45, and we're going to see Jesus approached by this leper. It wasn't like he went and found him. The leper came to Jesus. And remember, he was alienated. He By law, he, was, he had to go around going unclean, mm-hmm. unclean, and, and dress a certain way. His hair had to be unkept. And he would shout, unclean, unclean. And he approached Jesus with faith. He had to be wondering, would would he care enough about me to heal me? Mm-hmm. Um, would he have mercy on me like he did the people who were demonically possessed? Would he be able to bring shalom, which is deeper than the peace you and I talk about? We don't really, our word peace that means so many things to so many people in America, but the word shalom is a it's a deep resting peace in light of your circumstances. Yeah. So, so when we come back, I'm gonna talk a little bit about leprosy, what it was, and I'm gonna have you read the text, and we're gonna get into the one of the first thing God reveals is this man's desperate plea for help. Yeah. I heard somebody say once that shalom has this uh this uh, sense of God restoring things to the way he intended them to be, right? That that's shalom, ultimately God reconciling things to the way they were supposed to be in his original plan and creation. So we're going to take a break at the bottom of the hour for the news. Uh, Glad you're with us. Give us a call at 844-777-7928. And we'll be right back on SWAT Radio. I'm John Scott. Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky is due to travel to Washington for meetings with President Biden and other U.S. officials. Charles Ledesma reports. In a statement, his office says Zelensky will focus on ensuring unity among the U.S., Europe and the world in supporting Ukraine's defense against Russian terror and strengthening the international order based on rules and respect for the sovereignty of each nation. President Joe Biden has asked Congress for a multi-billion dollar package of wartime funding for Ukraine and Israel, along with other national security priorities. But the request is caught up in a debate over U.S. immigration policy and border security. I'm Charles Dilatesma. Also at SRNews.com, AAA spokeswoman Alexa Diaz says, just like Thanksgiving, the upcoming holiday travel period will be very busy. AAA is projecting 115 million Americans are going to travel over the 10-day period between Saturday, December 23rd and January 1st. And we're projecting this to be the second highest year-end holiday following 2019. A combination of heavy rain, snow, and wind bringing threats of flooding and power outages to the northeast. It's part of that same storm system that killed six people in Tennessee. Winter storm mornings in effect through late afternoon across Vermont and northern New York with up to 10 inches of snow forecast. The Washington, D.C. area had some slushy snow overnight. 
Authorities say a Catholic priest in a small Nebraska community has died after being attacked in the church rectory. The Reverend Stephen Gutzell was assaulted during an invasion of St. John the Baptist Catholic Church in Fort Calhoun. The suspect has been taken into custody. On Wall Street, the Dow had 133 points, and the Nasdaq is adding a dozen. This is SRN News. This is Bible League International. In this season of giving, would you remember that 9 of 10 new believers in the regions of Asia, Africa, the Middle East, and Latin America go without what's so basic to the Christian faith, and that is having a Bible. Everyone wants to read the Bible, but many of them will be sharing a single Bible. If you were among those numbers, you would pray that someone, anyone, would bring you a Bible. When I receive Bible from the church, and I really love to read and read it, read it again, and because of those reading, God is really blessing my heart. Truth Radio listeners, you have blessed 600 Bibleist believers around the world. Our goal is 1,200. We need to wrap up this week, so please, at $5 a Bible, $100 since 20, would you pray about it? And then make your most generous gift by calling 800-YES-WORD, 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 or give at ilovethetruth.com. I've seen people being changed by reading the Scripture, giving a Bible to somebody. is the greatest gift you can give somebody in life. In this final week, call 800-YES-WORD or give at ilovethetruth.com. We're so grateful for having people like Tom Neal Truck Company sponsoring SWAT Radio. Tom Neal Truck Company is located at 417 Edgewood Avenue South in Jacksonville, Florida. Tom Neal is a full-service franchise truck dealer for Freightliner, Western Star, Volvo, Isuzu, and Sprinter vans offering new and used truck sales, service, parts, and truck rental, and leasing to the North Florida and South Georgia truck market. More information on Tom Neal Truck Company is located at www.tomnehl.com. back to SWAT Radio, everyone. David Gray and Doug McCary, glad that you are with us. And we are looking at Mark today, chapter chapter 1, verses 40 through 45, uh, about Jesus healing a leper who comes to him, as you said, Doug, wondering mm-hmm. if Jesus will heal him. Well, Dave, you know, I know you've been to India. Uh, I've made many trips over there, and I've actually... Um, ministered in leper colonies mm. over there. Have you ever seen anybody with leprosy? Not specifically, no. I've seen a lot of the, the poverty over there, but I don't know that I've seen anyone with leprosy. Well, the leper colonies were separate from the cities. Right. They, that Most of the people stay in separate places. And today, leprosy is known as Hansen's disease, and it's a long-term bacterial infection, actually, that gets into your nerves in it. In it. Uh, what it does is it affects your your nerves in such a way that you don't feel anything. Mm. Uh, it impacts your respiration, uh, your your eyes, your ears, your nose. It, I mean, it literally damages your nerves so much that 
I, I you you could grab a a um, scalding hot um, skillet with your hand, and it could be burning. Like if you or I touched it, we'd immediately mm-hmm. pull away. They don't because mm-hmm. they don't feel it. Right. And so what happens? Just because you doesn't you don't feel it doesn't mean your skin doesn't react to it. And so these people will get burn injuries and other injuries to their limbs and extremities. They get infected and they get necrotic and fall off. And so you see that a lot. They go blind and because the the body's warning system of pain is destroyed. Mm. So pain is not necessarily a bad thing. Right. No, it's have a good thing. Have you ever thought about that? Uh, yeah, I have actually. Yeah. No, it's a good thing. In the sense, nobody likes to experience it, but yeah. but what would we do without it? How yeah. would we know something's wrong? Yeah. So we can try to get help for it. But yeah, yeah it, you're right. Well, uh, so anyway, um, there's a guy named Dr. Paul Brand who did a lot of work on Hansen's disease, which is um, this. And remember, Back in biblical days, they didn't have medical dictionaries. They didn't have Google, Dr. Google and stuff. And so there were a lot of skin diseases that they initially would treat as leprosy to make sure that it wasn't. But if somebody had Hansen's disease, what's known as Hansen's disease, they true leprosy, uh, there was no cure. Mm. There was no way to cure it. And if there was no way to cure it, it was seen as a curse from God. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, in the Old Testament, there's only one person who was ever cured, and he wasn't even Jewish. Yeah, it was Naaman, and so. Um, but Doctor Paul Brand called it a painless hell. Mm. You know, sometimes we think it would be great not to feel pain, but it's the pain that lets us know one we're alive, and yep. lets us know that something hurts. And lets us know we might not want to do that again, right? right. Yep. Um, Josephus, and his he who was a historian, wrote that lepers were treated as dead men. And so, even though leprosy wasn't passed by casual contact, it is contagious. the 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 bacterial part is, um, but it made people not just um, sick; it made them un clean Mm. in the eyes of the jewish leaders so they weren't allowed to go into synagogue they weren't allowed to worship god so they were cut off from god no forgiveness everybody else gets to go bring their sacrifice and they're not not the leper Mm. so can you imagine david what it must have been like to walk around and have to go unclean unclean to be (laughs) shunned by society i mean leprosy is it's a graphic illustration of what sin does to us. And if you go back to Leviticus 13 and read about it, you can see that there are a lot of similarities between leprosy and sin. One, they both spread and defile others. Um, they're both deeper than the surface. A lot of times, David, with sin, we only look at the symptoms, mm. but it's the heart, right? The heart the, the the hands the mouth the feet they it those just do what the heart wants it to do so sin is a much deeper issue than what we see on the surface the same way with leprosy yeah and they both it says according to Leviticus 13 
uh, leprosy is only fit for the fire. And we know that God says that about sin, right? Well, and, and think about Jesus becoming sin for us. He is the ultimate outcast, yeah. the ultimate um, outsider, if mm. you will, right? And he was shunned by God mm-hmm. for three hours on the cross, right? So he, he and he was, he was crucified outside the city. He was abandoned by his friends. His people turned against him, and he was put to death as a as the worst of the worst, and then shunned by God all for us. So this idea that <laughs> leprosy and sin have commonality is absolutely true, and, and and nowhere is that more evidenced right than in in what Jesus went through. Well, both both sinful acts and leprosy, what we see on the outside is just a outward visible sign of an inner corruption, right? Yep. yep. And so um, both are incurable apart from God too, yep. by the way. Yep. Um, and by the way, I'm sorry, I wanted to mention one more thing because we were talking about this during the break. Of course, like you said earlier, in that society, they would have looked at a leper and thought, oh, he's being punished for some sin, right? He, mm-hmm. he did something wrong. And of course... That's the view that Isaiah 53 tells us they had of Jesus, mm-hmm. that they would have of Jesus, that his people had, he was, they thought he was smitten and afflicted by God, but he was, he was afflicted for, crushed for our transgressions, right? So when I say he was an outsider, he was shunned by God, not for his sins, of course, but for ours, yeah. right? For the sins of his people. So, um, but that idea that, that God is punishing people with leprosy rather than seeing it as just unfortunately they have a disease and we need to love them and help them. They saw that they saw it differently as being punished by God. Well, that is exactly right. And, and so in fact, you and I have met people in our life that are just like this guy. Uh, they're alienated. Mm -hmm. They're isolated they're deteriorating and not because of leprosy, but because of sin. Mm. We, we see the results of that. You and I both have known people. I've like seen that. it in my own life at times, right? We, absolutely. Ab- absolutely. And yeah, you know because, you have too. Cause we're all spiritual lepers, yeah. right? Yep. Before Jesus. Yep. And so today and this week, as we look at Mark one forty to 45, I, I want to give you three kind of tent pegs to not tent pegs, but like just pegs to hang hang uh, hang these principles on really or what it's not really a principle it's just what we see in the text but first we see a man's desperate plea for help god reveals in this text we see a guy who's desperate and and i i, I say again there's people all around us who are desperate there's been times in my life i've been desperate i know mm-hmm. there's been times in your life and so this is encouraging to read this because he cares. Mm. And that takes us to the second peg, which is the the Messiah's deep pain in his heart over what this does to us. Whether it's leprosy or sin, mm. he has a deep pain over it. And we're going to see that yeah. in the text. Well, and was I know you want to get to that third point, but wasn't that, isn't that applicable to when he cried at the death of Lazarus? Absolutely. He knew what he was going to do. He knew he was going to raise him. But he was crying and 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 deeply moved over what sin has done to people, right? Yeah. The death, 
the death is caused by ultimately by sin. That's right. Yeah. And, 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 and it, it's painful. We, we experience it at funerals. Yeah. We experience it when we see people hurting with illness, whatever they are. And, um, and it, it, it's all a consequence of sin. Like we said last week, well, the third peg is the master's different plan for the hurting. God does not come just to heal the temporary. He wants to heal our souls. Mm. And you and I both know how many people died that he healed in the New Testament. Yeah, every one of them. Every one Eventually. of them. Their bodies yep. died. And sometimes we forget that. We just want to hold on for a little longer. I mean, and it's like, you know, you'll hear people say, well, pray for this person because they're struggling with cancer and they're they're like 102 years old. And that, listen, I I know you don't want to see them go. But whether it's cancer at 102 or a heart attack at 103, these bodies die. Hmm. The Bible says 70 years and if a man is worthy, what? Maybe 80? Yep. It's what it says. And so anything every day is a gift. If you're alive listening to this right now, Every day is a gift. We're not guaranteed tomorrow. Right. And so this is not our home, and we live every day like it's our last, and we hope to live it for him. And when we come back, then you'll read 1 through 40 through 45, and we'll look at this man's desperate plea for help right. when we come back. All right. Our number one more time, 844-777-7928. Feel free to give us a call on anything we've been talking about, and we'll be right back on SWAT Radio. If you'd like to contact SWAT Radio, the toll-free number is 1-844-777-7928. That's 844-777-7928 or 844-777-SWAT. You can also listen to this program through the WTRJ The Truth app from the App Store or over the Internet by accessing www.swatradio.com. We'll be back shortly for further discussion and to take your calls. We're so grateful for having people like Tom Neal Truck Company sponsoring SWAT Radio. Tom Neal Truck Company is located at 417 Edgewood Avenue South in Jacksonville, Florida. Tom Neal is a full-service franchise truck dealer for Freightliner, Western Star, Volvo, Isuzu, and Sprinter vans offering new and used truck sales, service, parts, and truck rental and leasing to the North Florida and South Georgia truck market. More information on Tom Neal Truck Company is located at www.tomnehl.com. Joshua 1.9 states, Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged, for the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. Highway to Eternity Ministries is dedicated to encouraging those who have lost hope. The ministry seeks to serve those who cannot find peace and are considered unfit for inclusion in Christ's church. They use published works to teach God's word and share the encouraging testimonies of lives that have been transformed through God's power and grace. Highway to Eternity Ministries serves as a parachurch ministry that comes alongside churches to share its passion and commitment through spiritual writings, nuances, and experiences to everyone who has an interest in the teachings of Jesus Christ. For more information, contact Jeff Andrews at 904-436-5175 or visit www.highwaytoeternity.com. Highway to Eternity Ministries is a proud sponsor of SWAT Radio. The Florida-Georgia Truth Network 
serving Anastasia Island at 91.9. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas everywhere you go. Take a look at the five and ten, glistening once again, with candy canes and silver lanes aglow. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas, toys in every store. But the prettiest sight to see is the holly that will be on your own front door. A pair of hop-along boots and a pistol that shoots is the wish of Bonnie and Ben. Welcome back to SWAT Radio, everyone. David Gray and Doug McCary, glad you are with us. And uh, I, uh, we have those great Christmas uh-huh. songs that are coming in as our intro music. I, I didn't mention to you, Doug, I, I did mention, I think, before I came over here, I went out for a, a walk slash run, and I use the term run loosely. It's a, it's a light jog. But uh, I was going through my neighborhood, and a guy was putting up a big banner on his fence that faced out to the street. I forget exactly what it said, but it, it it had Jesus as the most prominent word on the sign. It was a big sign. It covered a, a big section of this six-foot-high fence. Six, <laughs> and um, I, think it, I think it was basically Jesus, you know, Merry Christmas, Jesus is born. And then it had, uh, you know, one of the verses from Luke 2 with the angel saying, you know, peace on earth, goodwill toward men. And I... I I just stopped and talked to him. I said, wow, that's a great sign. <laughs> and he said he had it made last year. Yeah. And I said, you've, you've encouraged me and inspired me that I thought, you know, we, I'm not a big Christmas light guy because I'm such a moron when you, it comes you, to... You don't like make, putting them on? Well, I'm just no good at stuff like that. But uh, I've always thought, I go through the neighborhood and like, remember when we were growing up, you'd see mangers all over the place, right? Manger scenes. Uh-huh. You rarely, almost never see a manger scene anymore in people's yards, yeah. right? And um, I just thought, you know, I should put up something that said, that references Jesus, right? You see all these uh, secular decorations and man, this guy beat me to it for sure. And so... <laughs> Kudos to him. It was a Where great, was he great, at again? It's in Walden Chase. I live in the neighborhood there in Walden Chase outside of right Nocatee. Right by Nice, and right? By Nice High School. And uh, yeah, he had a big sign and he's going to put lights around it so you'll be able to see what it says at night. That's awesome. So really cool. So anyway. That's good. Anyway, I know we want it. You want me to read this passage? Yes. Um, so we're going to read Mark 1 uh, verses 40 to 45. And yes. Also the Luke passage or just Mark? No, just Mark. Okay. Just Mark. Uh, uh, these are, as you like to say, Doug, I'll say it beforehand. These are the very words of God. That's good. And a leper came to him, imploring him and kneeling, said to him, if you will, you can make me clean. Moved with pity, he stretched out his hand and touched him and said to him, I will be clean. And immediately the leprosy left him and he was made clean. And Jesus sternly charged him and sent him away at once and said to him, see that you say nothing to anyone, but go show yourself to the priest and offer for your cleansing what Moses commanded for a proof to them. But he went out and began to talk freely about it and to spread the news so that Jesus could no longer openly enter a town but was out in desolate places and people were coming to him from every quarter. Hmm. As we said, these are the very words of God and may God bless the reading of his word. You know, uh, oh, um we we got a question, but I want I want to I want to at least talk about this for a second, and then we'll get Jay on. This guy came to him. There was no one to bring him. 
he lived alone mm. or with other lepers who were shunned, but more than likely alone because he came alone. He didn't come with a group. And nobody wants to touch this guy. I just want you to go to this place for a second. It's hard for us to even imagine in the culture we live in because we have access to medical care. We have access to being around people. But in that culture, this agrarian culture, where you go to a market every day to get your food, he can't go there. Mm. You go to the priest you're supposed to be able to go get your sins forgiven. He can't go to the temple. I can't go to the synagogue, the place that you could go. You couldn't go to a lot of places, but you could go to the synagogue and would be accepted there because people are seeking God, but not this guy. Mm-hmm. Nobody wanted to touch him. Nobody wanted to be near him. He was outside of community, outside of the temple. And it says he came pleading, begging. And he, he comes to Jesus with this hope, maybe, just maybe, if he's really Messiah, because he's obviously heard he's healed, he's cast out demons, and he probably grew up hearing, David, mm-hmm. that there one day would be a Messiah that would come that would bring shalom to chaos. And so he comes pleading and he kneels and he says, if you will. He probably didn't even think he would want to help him. But he says, if you will, not you can heal me. You can take the leprosy away. He says, you can make me clean. Mm. Because making him clean made him what? Able to go and be around people. Right. And more importantly, he was able to go in front of God. Mm-hmm. Now think about that. Yep. That is a huge statement. If you will, you can make me clean. This guy was desperate luke 5 says that he was covered in it which means it was later stage leprosy Mm -hmm. and so he was a man who was desperate and you and i have been desperate not to this point but i know there's people out there especially this time of year who get desperate they may be alienated from loved ones they may be isolated from people Nobody wants them around uh, because of a bad choice, because of uh, somebody else's bad choice, and they feel desperate, Mm. and they wonder, would Jesus help me? Can I tell you, he wants nothing more than for you to come to him, just like this this guy did, pleading, kneeling, saying, if you will, acknowledging his position of authority, his desire is what you ultimately want. And I, I think that's that, that's the prayer he says, knock and the door will be open, mm. seek and you will find, you know? Yeah, it, and that's the inclusivity of Jesus that yes. you're talking about. There's, He says, whoever comes to him, he'll in no way, wise cast out, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but notice, you made a great point. This guy's coming to Jesus in complete humility and in complete surrender and in complete desperation. Mm-hmm. Too many people, and we've talked about this, and I've been this one of these people, so I don't want to make it sound like it's always just other people. We, we want to come to Jesus on our terms. Yes, we do. You know, and, um, and, and here he comes on the terms that Jesus says. Isaiah says the sacrifices of God are a, a broken spirit and a contrite heart. Mm-hmm. And boy, did this guy have that. 
Mm-hmm. Be- and that's and I know you're going to get to this, but that's where pain can help us. Yes. Right. Pain can make us humble. Yeah. So, I don't know if we yeah, have a call. Yeah, we do. I think we got a call from Jay. <laughs> I wonder if it's your Jay or if it's another Jay. But anyway, Jay, we'll take your call as long as you don't talk about the dogs. <laughs> it's him. No, I'm not going to. Um, <laughs> I just wanted to say this was, well, first off, happy anniversary, Doug. Thank you. Uh, yeah, we had a gr- years, By the way, we, we had a great anniversary. I know you just celebrated one too, didn't you? We, we did. We sure did. In November. Yes, sir. Yeah. We well, sure did. Well, happy anniversary to you. Well, thank you very much. Yeah. Um, but the the word, uh, just such a good word, again, from both you and David, just enjoying it and um, everything that you're saying. And one of the things that y'all said about um, this is not our home. Mm. And that's my prayer every day for each of us that are followers of Christ, that have surrendered to him, submitted to him as our master. And that we will have a longing and a yearning to be at home with him, Hmm. you know, to fulfill what's got to be fulfilled here. But have that longing and yearning to be at home with him, whether it be through death or whether it be through the return of our Lord and Savior, whichever Hmm. way. But um, Hmm. I just, when when you said that, it made me think about that, that every day is, is just a prayer for all of us that follow Christ. Yeah. yeah. Well, Thanks, Jay. Well, Jay, and I know you have been such a faithful guy um, on uh, our Zoom meetings at night, and we missed you the last two because you've been out of town, been celebrating your anniversary, which I understand, uh, and we missed you. So I hope you can come Thursday night. I don't know if you can. I, I am actually. Um, we've got something set up with Lee. Is going to take care of um, some things that have to be taken care of, and uh, and so I will. I'm going to be there. I'm actually bringing uh, someone with me, and um, so we're going to be there. I, I registered here uh, this morning. I believe. Good. Yeah. That's awesome. And I don't want to get too personal and sort of reveal too much, but Jay's so faithful on Zoom and not at one of the in-person meetings because of the caregiving that he's doing yeah. and yes. uh, and the sacrifice sure. that he's making. So. Yeah. And we know that Jay yeah, and uh, love love <laughs> your brother. Well, love y'all too, and, and always enjoy listening to y'all on the radio and Brad and all of y'all mixed in. So yeah, what, good. what? Hey, thank you and da na 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 na. Hey Jay, I seriously, Jay, while we've got you on the phone, seriously, you know, sure. we we talked about this uh, at the beginning. I don't know if you heard. Did you see what happened with Mahomes last night? I did, and um, I actually, um, I, I'm with you. You know, he the the response. It was the right. I mean, I know it's not a call that's always called, but when you looked at the way he was set up, it was the right call um, uh, to me. It looked like, but um, yeah, his response was definitely not something that you normally see from him, mm-hmm. and. And I know, as you even mentioned, uh, you and David both, that, you know, a lot of times you'll hear players. I, I told someone this the other day we were talking. You know, it's, you'll hear that all the time. Praise God. Yeah. You know, yeah. Glory to God for the answer. But, but what about what, you, what about Jesus? Yeah. yeah. You know, mention, you know, that's where your, where's your relationship with him. I, I get it. Yeah. But I'll hear God say glory to God in one, you know, breath and the next breath. 
Blankety blank, 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 right? <laughs> right. Hey, right. hey exactly. anyway, I just wondered if you saw it. it. Jay, it's always a pleasure to have you on, and I'm so glad you're a part of SWAT. And thank you for all you do, brother. We love you. We'll all see right. you soon, Jay. Thank y'all. Love y'all. We, we are at the end of the hour. Thanks for listening today. Come on back tomorrow as Doug and Brad continue this uh, talk on a uh, study on Mark 1. And uh, we'll see you then. Thanks for listening to SWAT Radio.